have a favorite movie, a favorite song, a favorite book, favorite meal? Do you have a favorite weather? Welcome to What Is It About the Weather podcast, where we explore the many ways that weather intertwines itself into our lives. I'm your host, Mark Jelinek. This week, favorite weather. Is there such a thing? Do we have it? Do we have just one? I could go on and on. Hope you're having good weather wherever you are. Hope it's some of your favorite weather, if you will. You know, when I, I recorded last week, I did it right before a what well, turned out to be a really pleasant weekend for me. So I had a couple of nice bike rides. I got a chance to get out. It's the first time I've, I haven't been riding my outdoor bike as much this year. I've still been working out, but haven't had the opportunity to get out a lot. So it was nice to do that. Had a couple days, rode about 100 miles, climbed about, I don't know, 7,500 feet or so. A little climbing, a little declining, if you will. But overall, it was great. It's perfect, perfect weather for me. And I see a heat waves on my horizon. We've, where I'm at, we've been pretty lucky. You've heard me mention kind of these pulse days almost where we get these really extremely high temperatures and then... It cools off to more what would be normal temps for this time of year. But I think I'm finally due for what has been here in the U.S. We've had a lot of it. We've been in other parts, right? They're the central part of the country, still dealing with a lot of heat. It's been a pretty hot summer, been a pretty dry season. I looked at the drought map this past week. Drought going on. You know, you may have heard in the news, wherever you are, about droughts out in the western U.S. that have been going on for, for some years now. And actually, where I lived in Chile, they've got a kind of a long, almost a decade-long drought now that's been going on. So, a lot of that going on out there. I just hope, wherever you are, that you're getting some enjoyable stuff in the mix. You know, this is one of the reasons that summer's not my favorite season. Of course, I enjoy all the things that come with summer, the foods. Uh, the opportunity to see people and, and go on vacation, been planning one of those. But uh, it's just not my favorite weather season, if you will. Any case, like I said, hope yours going well. I'm trying to hang in there. Looking forward to the positive things, you know, put the heat behind when it comes, enjoy the air conditioning when I need to, and, you know, go along doing that. It's, it's funny, I was planning game on my tablet this week and some of you may have played it before it's something called alto's well there was another one it's like alto's odyssey the newest one's alto's adventure and it's about the old one was about snowboarding this one is about sandboarding but one of the reasons i like it is so it's like a a lot of games you know you look at it for different things right so when we look at to be challenged for you know just a minute or two right it's one of the benefits of of ones that we get on our phones or our tablets. Some we want to be more involved and take long. Some we might want a strategy game. Some we might just want sort of a mindless thing. And this one's a little bit a little bit mindless, but I enjoy that it incorporates weather. And it does it in a way that's kind of interesting. They use weather more as a visual distraction. And and the world that's set in this thing is kind of it's kind of neat. It's, it's fairly simplistic, but all the little background pieces are to try, really, they're, they distract you from the purpose at hand. But I really like how they use weather and things like the flashes of lightning and stuff like that to drive uh, a different visual experience that does kind of mess with you. And, and it's the same thing, you know, a lot of games can do that. I also, for example, use this riding app called Zwift, which you may or may not have ever heard of. 
that I use for rides, right? When I'm working out indoors, it, it kind of give, it mixes it up a little bit so that it's not just a boring workout. But I was riding during a rain event today and it didn't didn't work for me. And that's probably partly because I've ridden in rain before. And it didn't feel anything like that. It was hot and sweaty inside instead of getting cooled off by the rain. So there's always good examples about this stuff. And you, you've heard me talk about those things before, but I don't know. I thought I'd share that. If you've never played either of the Alto things, it's... It's, it is. It's kind of a mindless thing. It doesn't take a lot of skill to do. There are little challenges you do with each level. None of them are overtaxing. And it's a great kind of, I find it a nice de-stressor, if you will, at the end of the day or something like that. And I can pick it up and play a few minutes here and there. Check it out. That's not a paid advertisement or anything. Just recommended. Also want to thank Aaron for reaching out last week. Aaron, Aaron followed up after my whole thing about me calling myself a meteorologist, although technically I don't have a what's called a meteorology degree. I did, it's not what my major was. Like I said, I'm, I'm an atmospheric scientist, if you will, but my focus is on meteorology. But he, he followed up and said that he is a hydrogeologist. And again, he's uh, he's got a BS in geology and a, and a master's in hydrology. And but, you know, how he applies that that sort of thing, it, it was kind of neat. So if any of you want to share what you call yourself in, in your profession or work, as always, you can reach out at whatisaboutTheWeather at gmail.com. Of course, you can find me on Twitter, Mark underscore Jelinek, or whatisaboutTheWeather on Twitter. Or as Aaron quite often does, he goes to the Patreon page and puts it in the post there. So, Aaron, thanks for that. I always enjoy getting messages from you. He does a great job of, of just about when I think he's disappeared again, he'll, he'll pop back up and send me a message. He goes dark from time to time, but all of our lives are a little busy. And he's probably busy doing some of his favorite things, hopefully. So let's talk about favorites and why I'm even going to talk about it today. Like I said, we're kind of in that summer season. A lot of people aren't listening regularly. And a lot of people are out, hopefully, though, doing some of their favorite things. We've been... You know, with, with COVID, there's no doubt that we had to, for a period of time, maybe morph what was our favorite thing or put some of our favorite things aside. And I know there's this desire to get back to some of those things. Some of them have created nightmares for ourselves. The traveling problem still exists in the U.S., but everybody is. They're trying to get out and do some of their favorite things, right? And so... I was asked this week, you know, kind of like I was asked about food. I was asked again about a favorite thing, and it, it just got me into it. And it was specific about weather. Someone asked me, what is my favorite cloud, type of cloud? And I thought about it for a bit, and I thought about it for a bit. And what I passed along was my favorite cloud is a lenticular cloud. Now, you may or may not have ever heard of one. They're sometimes called UFO clouds, and I like them because they're the, this unique feature or representation of weather when you often don't see anything else going on. You'll usually see it around some sort of geographic point. You'll see them over volcanoes or other features that are standalone, right? And that's why I like them. And I did witness them in Chile when I lived there. That was one of the kind of one of those features. And it was the first time I could recall specifically seeing one, but I may have seen one before and just not noticed it. And so if you were to ask me in a broad sense, what's my favorite cloud? That's it, right? And then I got to really thinking, but that doesn't mean I don't have other clouds I like, right? And that at m different moments might be more interesting, 
right? Or I might find a favorite of us in a sense. So a whole punch cloud is something I've posted and used in the, you know, in, in Twitter before, and I've used it in the show notes. It's a very good visual cloud. It's a great, what I would call it, you know, my, maybe my favorite photography cloud, if you will. Although actually I think my favorite photography cloud is a, is a, when I have a big open visual space and see a shelf cloud, which is, you know, a sign of a front coming. So I have different situational clouds and, and, it really was like, okay, does that mean I have one single favorite cloud? And yeah, if you had to press me and I had to pick one, lenticular is still what I would pick. But, you know, whether it's a gravity cloud, gravity wave cloud, or a Kelvin Hemholtz cloud, which looks like little, actually like ocean waves, if you will, there are times and in moments that I really appreciate those things, right? And so they can be favorites too. Like I said, some of them, a lenticular cloud, it can be a great photography cloud, but it's not always easy. You know, one of the things about, I guess, about photography that's important is, is the framing of the situation. And sometimes those clouds just, they can be great situations for framing, but not always. So some of those other ones, particularly like a hole punch cloud, is a very distinctive look to it. And so that may be my favorite one when I'm taking pictures. Any case. It got me back to the thinking of my whole favorite food. It, it, we do this thing, right? We we all have favorites, right? Or we're taught to have favorites. And I was when I was reading about this, I was like, why do people make you pick favorites? How am I supposed to pick one favorite? And I think the exercise is still always good because it it brings the opportunity to kind of review things you do like, right? And sometimes favorites can be tough, like picking a best friend or a favorite friend or your favorite kid if you're a parent that sort of thing those things can be very tricky right but we all still tend to have them and that doesn't mean it doesn't change over time let me be clear we evolve and it, it, it was like my food it's like the potato story i told you and i i prefaced that to, to the when i was conveying it to say that's my favorite ingredient because i always find that i can in a pinch potato can work as a standalone meal like a baked potato i can have or it works well with other things but if you were to ask me for a full what's my favorite meal it would currently probably be well-prepared sushi, okay? But let's even, you know, let's look into something more simple. Like, let's say it's summertime, right? We're in summer, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, and it's fruit season, right? And I can think of, gosh, if I'm outside, like a picnic or whatever it is, watermelon is like a go-to, a nice piece of cold watermelon. Really good, like that. But that said, my favorite thing maybe in the season is a, ripe peach. I don't necessarily like peaches year round. I do like cooked peaches, but nah, not as much. But a nice ripe peach during the summer season, I really enjoy, which is probably why I bought a bunch of them at Costco yesterday, which may or may not ripen properly anyways. But also, for instance, like blackberries. Of all the berries I like, blackberries are my favorite. So I can pick a category there. But if you were to say what truly is my favorite food, actually a pear is my favorite, right? So it's with all these things that there's these categories and there's these lists and we can do this again and again, right? With, with all these things that are favorites in our lives. But let's get back to weather for a moment, since that's what we talk about a lot, even though we don't necessarily get into weather forecasts or anything. And it got me to thinking, right? You know, you guys have all hear, heard me talk about my favorite weather. But I, I went and was doing some searches and I got a couple quizzes that came up that were supposed to tell me my favorite weather. So I 
started answering questions. And to the best of my knowledge, I tried to answer their questions honestly, correctly to see what they came up with. And I went through this one, made me laugh. I went through, I don't know, maybe 30 questions. And I'm sure I, well, I did turn cookies off ahead of time. So hopefully they didn't track too much on me. But in the end, their answer was, I like sunny weather. That was my favorite. I laughed. I'm like, anybody that knows me would know that that is not my favorite weather. But it probably had something to do with certain questions that it was waiting that I'd like to be outside. And what it didn't really grasp is all these times when it said different weather, I if being outside in it was one of the options, I'd answer that. If it wasn't, I would say none of the things that you've listed. So their little, uh, it, you know, with all these things, I, I've coded enough things in my time to know that this one was not very sophisticated. It probably just had some sort of waiting scheme on these different answers and probably had a list of five types of weather that it bucketed it together and did that sort of thing. But you, know, you can do the same thing. You'll see what's your favorite season quizzes. And, I, you know, an interesting side note is depending on whose survey you read, summer's people's favorites or fall or spring, the reality is it actually depending on who does the survey, the, the results almost always come back that it's fairly close. And it's fairly close because we all have different things we like and different seasons that are you know important to us or memorable to us. And I'm going to put a couple links in the show notes, but one of them is about the whole psychology. And we've talked about you know moods and those sort of things before. Those sort of things really do impact our favorites that we choose and this goes all the way back to favorite colors but one of the links that's that's what I found was an interesting thing about how favorite colors change for us as we age when I was a kid red was hands down my favorite color I mean it was just red if anybody asked me it was red and I even remember in, in like middle school when everybody's ordering like we had a, in the school I went to we ordered gym clothes and the blue the Boys were supposed to order blue and the girls were supposed to order red. I ordered red, of course, because none of the boys were wearing it. I never wore the dang outfit anyway, so it didn't really matter. But over time, I would say that red has fallen off as my favorite color and other things have come. And so it it does change. But the, the whole thing was that our color favorites quite often change based on our life experiences. So let me give you an example. Let's say you eat a strawberry. Now in Chile, on the side of the road, or even when you're driving down the streets in the city, people will sell these big bags of strawberries, right? And what they always tell Americans when they're first arriving is make sure you wash strawberries or maybe best not to even eat them because those strawberries have not been clean. And if you know any, you know, strawberry surface, it's got all those little nubs, if you will, that are great at holding things, right? And strawberries are one of those things that grow on the ground. And trust me, in places that use natural fertilizer and stuff, you definitely need to wash your strawberries. And I saw more, more than one person get sick from that. So if red was their favorite color before, and they got food poisoning from not cleaning their strawberries, trust me, there's a good chance that that impacts your favorite color going forward. And this is true of a lot of things, but it, it's a very simplistic way of looking at how our body relates to life experiences and our mind relates to life experiences and how this changes what's our favorite, right? And so the reality is, while I you know, might like a certain season now, that could easily change. 
while I might like a certain color now, it could change. And it's okay to change. And it's okay to actually go through the favorite exercises because it, it's a good chance to refresh what you like and what you don't like. And, you know, it, there's all sorts of merchandising things around it too about why we like certain brands and why we pick certain things. And is there, there, we, our, our, our emotions and our chemical structures in our body get all mixed into that stuff, right? And this is very true of weather as well. But what I thought I'd do is give you guys some of my favorites, and I hope you'll share some of yours with me, but I'm going to give you a few different types of favorite weather because it's not as simple as just one weather, right? Everybody who's listened to this podcast for any period of time knows I love snow. If I were going to pick something, it'd be snow. It'd be a snowstorm because of all the things that go with it. So the event, the lead up to the event, the just the feeling that it it conveys being out in a snowstorm but coming back in and having a nice warm drink or sitting by a fire all those things i just the whole experience i truly love right and people know that about me however when it comes to things like my favorite weather to forecast it's actually tropical cyclones i like being able to tropical cyclones evolve typically over a longer period of time, and I follow them for a period of time, and I have an opportunity to influence the decision-making process for people, hopefully in a positive way, of course. But I like watching the evolution of something because it's this can be this enormous thing and watching how it ebbs and flows, right, through, through the process of weather movement on our planet. But it's its standalone thing, and it's one of those things I really like about it. But visually, I mentioned before, if you were to ask me what I think is one of the most amazing, my favorite visual type of weather, it truly is the passing of a front when it's caught, right? When, you, when it's distinguished by like a shelf cloud or something like that. And it doesn't even have to be a front. It could be a trough line. I, I'm not going to get caught up in the minutia of what all these things are. But I've had the benefit of a few times in my life where I've, I've been out looking. And maybe I'll put one in the for the picture for this episode. I, I may have used the picture before, but I'll, I'll find one that when you get that view and you can see, you know, what would be called like big sky country where you can really see way far away and you can see this thing coming and I can just know what comes with it. Right. I know the weather that's coming. And for me, that's awesome. Right. I really enjoy that experience because it's kind of like I know the weather before and after. So often when you get storms or even like a snowstorm, it could be cloudy the days before. You don't get those distinctive lines. And so visually, that's one for me. But when I'm doing photography, like a weather moment, certainly lightning is an amazing thing. Just the, you know, and I've used this picture before. I have this picture of one that I caught by chance. So years ago, when I was living in Atlanta last, and it was an apartment building that had a, a parking deck, right? And I used to be able to go out on this deck and take all sorts of pictures. Loved doing that. And I remember going up one night because some, some storms were supposed to be coming through. And I captured what, I, what is still my favorite lightning shot. And it's got all these little nuanced things. One, all the little pieces of lightning. But there were little tiny cloud pieces that were part of the... It's just, it's one of those things to me that it's like capturing this... What isn't even maybe a second at most, right, in the world of weather and how much information and energy that conveys, it's truly awe-inspiring to me, 
right? So I do. I don't have just one favorite type of weather. I have many types of favorite weather. And hopefully that means that it's not just me, that you can do, right? That we all can have, whether it's weather or, or whether it's anything in life, right? The beauty is we can have a favorite or we can have lots of favorite. And just the exercise of going through that can be so uplifting, right? Of all the things that we like. And, you know, it helps remind you of the things you don't, of course. But when you really focus in on favorites, it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot of good vibes, if you will, that goes with it. So it's okay to have a favorite. It's okay to have lots of them. But just remember, there's much more to weather than the weather itself. <laughs>